I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Jake, and Jake was involved in a driver's side motor vehicle accident and has been diagnosed with a ruptured spleen. The patient complains of left shoulder pain, even though the left shoulder has been cleared of musculoskeletal injury. Which finding should be documented into the patient's record? So we have A, Kerr sign, B, Murphy sign. C, Bloomberg sign, and D is Bacotti sign. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. And before we knock this one out, like I typically say, if you are a PT student or a PT graduate and you're taking the MPTE this year, listen to me. You need to get into my private free Facebook group, all right? Every Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm in there giving you guidance on what you need to do in order to dominate your preparation, but go into the MPTE with absolute confidence. All right. So join me by going to www.mptegroup.com. And let me tell you, I'm also doing interviews in there on the regular with students who have gone through the MPTE, who are also giving you tips. All right. So do not miss out on this amazing opportunity. Join us today. All right, y'all, let's jump into this question Jake was involved in a driver's side motor vehicle accident and has been diagnosed with a ruptured spleen. First thing I'm going to do, stop there. Look at the sentence I just read so I understand it. All right. Make sure I understand this. So the patient was in a motor vehicle accident. They were hit from the driver's side. So I'm like already getting that visual like, okay, they're hit on the left side of their body. And then they've been diagnosed with a ruptured spleen. Now for you, we don't need to go too far into what a spleen does, but the spleen is responsible for assisting in the immune system function. All right. So here's the thing. Patient comes in to you. They have a ruptured spleen. It says the patient complains of left shoulder pain, even though the left shoulder has been cleared of musculoskeletal injury. I think that this is an important one. (laughs) And I would not be surprised if this type of question came up on your exam on the MPTE, because a lot of people just think that the exam is tricking them. When it says the patient complains of left shoulder pain, even though the left shoulder has been cleared of MSK injury, well, then that means there's no MSK injury. It's not trying to trick you here. And so what I would do is I would think about that and be like, okay, so they have left shoulder pain, but they were cleared of any musculoskeletal stuff. So now I'm starting to think of some type of visceral problem, right? All right. 
Let's continue down to the last sentence of the question, the question stem. It says, which findings should be documented into the patient's record? For those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. So we have A, Kerr sign, B, Murphy sign, C, Bloomberg sign, and D is Bacote sign. So we're going to go up to the top. We're going to look at A. A says Kerr sign. All right. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this term. This is a common one to show up, though. This is when the patient tends to present with some type of left shoulder pain that's due to damage to one of the organs on the inside, typically, such as the spleen. Yeah, the spleen's on the left side of the body and it refers pain to the left side or the left shoulder, rather, when it's injured. All right, we call that a curse sign, but hold on, curse sign is not just for that. Curse sign could be for other organs as well. It could be for your diaphragm. You know, the part of the diaphragm that lies more on the left side of the body, that can refer pain to the left shoulder. Hold on a minute. The kidney on the left can refer pain to the left shoulder. And so here, when we're looking at it, a curse sign could be really any of those that refers pain to the left shoulder. Do you all think that this is something I should be documenting into the patient's medical record? I mean, the patient does come in with a ruptured spleen. Okay, that's one of the organs on the left side of the body. It refers pain to the left shoulder. We ruled out musculoskeletal injury. I like her sign as the answer. I'm going to go ahead right now and I'm going to put a check mark next to it. Doesn't mean it's the right answer, but it really is a good one right now. All right, let's look at B. B says Murphy's sign. Ah, this one is tough, y'all. Listen, have you ever heard of the Murphy sign? I mean, I've seen it multiple times. There's this thing called the Murphy punch test. There's a Murphy sign for a specific organ. We'll talk about that here in a moment. And then there's another type of Murphy sign. So let's talk about it. When do you typically hear Murphy sign? I know some of y'all are in the car right now. You're like, gallbladder, gallbladder, baby. Some of y'all are saying kidney. Okay. So yes, Murphy sign tends to be related to the gallbladder, which actually happens to be on the right side of the body. And if anything, it would refer pain to the right shoulder or that right upper trap area and not the left. So already I'm kind of like, I don't know about that. But there's also a Murphy's punch test that we do for the kidneys, where we go over the side of the body in the back, right? And we're going to punch over the location of the kidneys. And if that produces pain, that's known as a positive Murphy's punch test. All right, so don't get confused there. That's related to the kidneys, not the spleen. There's another Murphy's sign though. If a person has a positive Murphy sign, sometimes that's related to a dislocated lunate. Yeah, like in the wrist and hand area, a dislocated lunate would be a positive Murphy sign. Do you see how many of these there are? Okay, bottom line, I know I gave you a lot of information here, but my question to you is, is the Murphy sign what should be documented in the patient's record? And I would say no, because a Murphy sign is either related to gallbladder or a dislocated lunate. Either one of those have nothing to do with the spleen and have nothing to do with the left shoulder. So I'm like, ah, no. All right. And so I'm going to go ahead and get B out. That's not 
likely. Okay, let's go down to C. C says Bloomberg sign. This is a tricky one. I saw quite a few of you, you know, kind of going back and forth with this saying, I don't know that name. I'm not familiar with that. I think I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. Well, Bloomberg's sign, another name for that is the rebound tenderness test or rebound tenderness sign. Absolutely. And you may know this when you've read about how the physician or even the physical therapist can do this and push into the patient's abdomen, typically on the right lower hand side. They push all the way in and then they release. And when the patient feels pain upon release, that's called a rebound tenderness sign or a positive rebound tenderness sign. Another name for that is Bloomberg's. All right. So my question to you is, when do you see a positive Bloomberg sign? When do you see a positive rebound tenderness sign or tenderness test? Absolutely. Appendicitis. Inflammation of the appendix is when we really see that. Now, here's the thing. The appendix is on what side of the body, y'all? Absolutely. It's on the right side of the body. And it's not going to refer pain to the left shoulder. So I don't think Bloomberg sign is going to be the right answer here. So let's go ahead and put an X next to that one. We are eliminating these out one by one. I love it. D, Bacotis. A lot of y'all were giving me a confused face for this one as well. Like, what the heck is a, a Bacotis sign? So Bacotis, I actually really like this one because... I've seen it multiple times in the clinic and it's where the patient comes in, you know, you look at all their forms and, you know, their diagnosis, and all that from the physician, you sit them down in the eval room and you're walking them through the subjective history, right? And sometimes they say things like, well, my pain gets better when I rest my arm on top of my head. Like they actually take one of their arms and they put their forearm on top of their head and they, they rest it up there. All right. That's called a positive Bacotti sign. All right. And what is that? Like, why does someone say, hey, when I put my arm on top of my head, my pain goes away? Like, why would they say that? What's a reason for it? And the answer is typically some type of nerve root problem between C4 to C6. And so it's typically like, a, again, a nerve root problem. It could be a herniated disc, an impinged nerve in that area, something along the lines of that. And it's causing pain to radiate into their extremity. And so once they put their arm on top of their head and they rest it up there, it's like it's taking the slack and tension off of those nerve roots and therefore relieving the patient's pain. That's called a positive Bacotti sign. Again, this is more related to a neuro type of issue. Yeah, it's neuromusculoskeletal in that area, but it really doesn't have anything to do with the left shoulder specifically, all right? And it really doesn't have anything to do with this particular case. So I'm like, ah, is this what I'm dealing with? Most likely not. It doesn't say anything in here about the patient resting their arm above their head or anything like that. So I'm going to go ahead and push an X on D, eliminating that answer. So that leaves us with our final answer of A, 
curse sign. Remember, the curse sign is any type of referral pain pattern that comes from the viscera that refers to the left shoulder. We call that a curse sign. And in this example, in this question, Jake, he got hit from the driver's side. All right, he got hit from the left side. He ruptured his spleen. And now he is having left shoulder pain that we have determined is not musculoskeletal. The pain's coming from the viscera. We call that a cur sign. All right, I know there was a ton of terms in here today. Congratulations for those of you who got this question correct. This is the type of question that gives, first of all, me a lot of trouble, especially on practice exams, but on the MPT as well, right? You get this type of question, they give you all these signs, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't remember that name, I don't know where that came from, I don't know what that has to deal with, and you're kind of going back and forth. How many of y'all have been in a situation like that? You found a question, you had some answer choices, there's maybe a couple of the words where you're like, ah, I think I've seen that before, but I really don't know what it is. I see quite a few of you have been in that situation before, absolutely. And so here's the thing, when it comes down to the MPTE for stuff like this, like for the viscera, for these special tests, for these signs, they're hot targets. You need to really have a good understanding of these different signs and at least what they're referring to. Because with this question here, I had an understanding of the curse sign. I had seen that before. I knew it had something to do with the left shoulder. So that already like cues me into it. Same thing with the Murphy sign. Murphy sign was harped on in school as being a gallbladder thing. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, spleen, gallbladder, they're not the same. They're on two different sides of the body. So Murphy sign likely not, right? So here's the thing. This is what I'm telling you, that if you want to be confident and destroy this area of the MPTE, is it important that you go over signs and special tests? Absolutely. Right. But my suggestion, because I don't just want to say, hey, go read that, you know, go spend more time. That's what your your faculty members are doing a lot of times. Right. Not all of them, but a lot of the people out there, especially review courses, are like, oh, just go read that. Just go. read. Okay, we've all tried to read it. It ain't sticking, baby. We can't just keep reading the stuff. It ain't sticking. And it's frustrating. So what do we need to do? Here's my suggestion. Take two of these. Take two special tests and learn them today, right? And don't really continue to like drive a whole bunch of special tests into your brain until you could take two of them, learn them well, and then move on to the next two. And what I like to call bite-sized pieces. What I've learned is if I take a ton of freaking special tests and I'm just going through them all, what winds up happening is I confuse them, I don't retain them, I can't apply them, it's just a waste of time. I only take two special tests at one time. Like I don't learn more than that in one session or one sitting. That's my suggestion to you, all right? But I'm not gonna leave you with that. Again, if you're a PT student, if you're a PTA student, all right? Or even if you're a graduate, listen, I have a private free Facebook group where I'm in there 6 p.m. Eastern every Monday. And my goal is to get in there and give you tips, tricks, strategies, motivation for how to get the most out of your MPT prep, how to retain your information, but also how to go into the MPT with absolute confidence. Come on, do it. Pull out your phone right now. Go to www.nptegroup.com and then check me out. I'll get you in that group today, all right? But for those of you who have not gotten my free cheat sheets that are out there, 
I have a group of 10 musculoskeletal ones. You can get those by going to www.nptecheatsheets.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Ghana, Spotify, Overbreak, wherever you're at, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.